Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I will say that just seeing a lot of my white friends um, and even like some people call people fans like y'all my family out there my friends or whatever I still call everybody my friend you know just taking a stand and that their families were mad at them a lot of people their families yeah. were mad at them for speaking up, for saying, you know, Black Lives Matter, because their families didn't understand that we mean Black Lives Matter, too, you know? And so there's like, so it was, it was just, I just love seeing how people stepped outside of their comfort zone and actually, you know, spoke up and, and show that they are our allies and that as we as Black people come together, we're not coming together to exclude you. We're coming together to let you know like we need that we need your help and we yes. need and it matters. Like I have been so emotional over the last couple of weeks in that this is the first time in my life that I have seen white people come to my defense mm. or come to another black person's defense. And it's it matters, y'all, and it's beautiful, and it it gives us it gives us a moment to be like, I don't have to do it by myself. Right. I'm sorry. No, it's so true. It's real. I mean, it's it's so true. It's very similar to that the conversation I had with Drake on the phone. I was like, wow, like I'm not alone. But when we see white people, um do that and come out of the shell if you will it it does it feels like so great and i wish that that could be expressed more too you know as we as we go along and we talk about black lives matter and we're we talk about the entire movement i do i personally even as a black man need to i want to thank all the white people out there for being a voice i had a friend yesterday I was, you know, trying to get on social media, but someone sent this to me. I had a friend yesterday and said, my black, he posted something like my, uh, don't kill my black friends. And he like put, put all of our names there. And I was like, that is so bold for someone to do that. It just meant a lot to me that people are saying, taking a stand. I even had a conversation with Shalene Johnson this morning and her, she's really great at, and supportive, but there's still things that she's confused about. You know, right. and so people reaching out, it, it, it really does mean a lot. It, and, and just in general, you know, I think that, you know, we've all had to, you know, submit a little bit our feelings. Like we talked about earlier, our feelings. And don't say this because you want to get this job. Make sure you don't act this way because you don't want to do this. Make sure you be this way. But this is the first time, like Eric say, in my life that I felt like I can say exactly what it is. And everybody finally been like, hmm. 
Because before you can say, well, this happened and everybody act like it never happened. Oh, not, or not you're it. just angry. Or you're just, or you're angry. just mad. Or yes. Like, yes. This is the the mad black woman is a label that Ooh. I have walked yeah. in regardless of whether I'm smiling. Reg- and I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but no. you're 100% right. This is the very first time, which is why I think yesterday I got so many responses. I, um, even had a follower reach out to the head of Zoom, who now has me in conversation with the diversity, the chief diversity officer of Zoom. Um, and it was beautiful to see people stepping up and fighting that battle for me. But literally, this is the first time that so many black people are ex- experiencing yeah. this. And it's not normal, but we're appreciative of it because yeah. it, before this, if we were to say something, it's, you're like Sean said, he doesn't want to in the beginning. He said he didn't want to come across like he was overreacting because that yeah. is assumed of us. Yes. That is, if we have emotions, we are overreacting. Mm-hmm. And this is the very first time that we are, we actually have a platform to, if we want to cry, cry. If you want to sit in silence, be silent. If you want to yell, yell. And people are actually listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, and to the followers of listen, Erica is dead on. For black women, it is hard because guess what? She can walk into a building and not say nothing. And everybody thinks that she's angry already. That's just what it is. And if she say one thing, she can, she can, a black woman can say one thing. It don't even have to be that big. She can say one thing and she's angry to everybody. And it's not. She's just saying one thing. But now I feel like everybody's, everybody's voicing what's happening to them and, and all of us are voicing what's happening to what's our experience on this live it is making our friends and allies see that this is just not happening to jonathan that stays in the hood in oakland this has happened to people that you actually know but we have this is the first time that we ever felt comfortable enough expressing it and saying it out loud without and people actually on people actually getting it like that really happened to you so people would never think that things that you've been through that it happened to you like mm-hmm. you said because we gotta you, you know you got a lot of white women that follow you and you are in an interracial relationship. So people think, you know, sometimes people think, oh, well, you're not like them. No, you are. And it you was are. so I'm not like them, but I am. But a, a conversation I had with Scott, um, just talking about my relationship, because I haven't really discussed the things that, that has happened yet. I was, because we've been so busy and I, was, I wanted to know if Scott would want to talk about it, but like Scott was like a lost like he was like, what? But it still caused me it, after that first big like blowout, slightly embarrassing, but moment that we had as a family, um, you know, the next we had a couple conversations, but one day we were about to work out and Scott was like, you know, I don't understand white privilege. Like why, you know, and I had to explain because a lot of people don't understand white privilege. They and don't. I had to explain to him because he's like, I don't think like that, you know, and I was like, you're a beneficiary. Yes. Yeah. And he, when I said that, he was like, oh, I was like, you might not walk out of the house like you're privileged or you, you know, because being privileged has a negative connotation. I was like, but you're a beneficiary of the way that the system is built because you're white hair. I mean, (laughs) you're a white guy with blonde hair, blue eyes, like you're just a beneficiary. He's like, I never thought of it that way because he didn't Scott didn't know how to express because Scott is like an all or nothing he was like what and I'm gonna tell y'all like dead ass like everybody thinks Scott is this like he is very nice but everybody thinks he's like this super calm I I lie to you not if Scott was at was there in the vicinity of when George Floyd was being murdered Scott would have probably gotten hurt really bad or killed himself because he would have pushed that one cop out the way and went and pulled that guy off. Like no lie. And so he was struggling with, he was like, I'm not all, he was like, even I'm going to do something big. He was like, what is me posting on social media going to do? And I had to explain to him that just the look of you is going to make people's head turn, you know? So that, you know, so it's, it's tough everywhere yeah. and for everybody. And so um, I just wanted to share that because I don't think a lot of people knew that the conversations that are even going in people's homes, and I'm sure people who are listening in, 
if you have a spouse or if you have a family member that disagrees, like there are tons of different conversations that are going on. And that's why we appreciate you being here. Go ahead, Draco. I know you. Um, I seen a video. It broke my heart. And I said that, and it's so funny that you said Scott, because I'm like, that probably would have been Scott. Or if something was wrong, that was one of y'all children. If this was to happen, it was a little girl going all the way in with facts with her mother and her father, and they were telling her that she was doing, it broke my heart because what she's saying was true, but they didn't want to hear that. But some odd reason, they just didn't want to hear that. And I'm like, these conversations are being had, and the allies and the people that are, they get it, know that it's being had. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's one of the, not perks, but the perks of this whole thing that we're able to vocalize how we really feel and what's happening and people are getting it and are talking about it. So the conversation is happening. And when it comes to like, just, I was, and we're talking about the business, the business that I'm in, the entertainment business that we all are in. I have had some things said and I'm like, hmm, for example, this huge producer, I was working, um, choreographing on this one movie and they can find a lead actor. Now, take in mind, in this franchise, there's always been nothing but Caucasian actors but for the leads. Whole different, that's a whole different conversation, but cool. But everybody behind scene, the ones that made them look good, the one that's choreographing it, all the choreographers, all the actors were all uh, African-American or, or, or Latin, right? So one of the people brought up, like, why won't you just hire uh, an African-American lead or uh, another ethnic lead? And you know what came out of this producer's mouth? Well, if I put, I need to know if I put your face on a picture, will it sell? If I put your face on a poster, will it sell this movie? If I put your face and being the black widow, so of course I'm like, did this just say put a what? But at that moment, I had to do one of those things to be like, he just really said, if I put you, I need to know if I put your face on a poster, if I put somebody of a color face on a poster, will it sell this movie? And that will, and it sticks in my head, and I'm still I get angry at myself when I even think about that story because I should have checked his ass at that moment. Mm. But you know, it was one of those things that we talked about earlier. Sometimes you like you bite the back of your tongue and you just walk away, and you because if I snap, I'm gonna get your job. Yeah, I'm gonna lose my job, and I'll be blackballed from this business. But I don't have to worry. But to this day, today, it won't happen today. Because it's a whole new day. Because the conversations that we're having, and everybody's well aware of all the situations that's happening in the world. So if he said that today, I would have the right to check him and not and feel supported. If that makes yeah. sense. If I can, really quickly, um, I want to kind of double back on a part of the conversation that I think is very unique to each of us. So Sean, you touched on it a little bit when we were talking about the hood, but it's like. Also, what's happening is we're fighting this fight and we're having to deal with these battles in, you know, companies or in situations. But then also when we make it out of the hood and we're in these situ- we're in these situations that look as, as successful, we got to look back and see the people that we grew up with that yeah. love us, our family, that are condemning us, that are saying we change, that are saying we ain't for them, that, like, I know I have experienced persecution from all sides and I'm very blessed to now be in a very healthy place with a lot of my friends and family and then friends who couldn't get with the program and couldn't not be toxic were let go but another thing that is on is the weight on our on a lot of black people's back and I hate when I hear the whole like the there's so many things that just came up that came to my mind, but you were talking about the young lady who was arguing with her parents and he's like, those are animals in the hood. And it's like, but, but those other ones are different. We're not different. We just made some different decisions, but not only do we have to come out into the world and deal with you, 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 and you who hate me because of my skin color. I got to deal with the burden and the guilt of my family hating me because I did make it out or my friends hating me because they're still stuck in a situation and they can't figure out a way out. Mm-hmm. So another thing that's very, very important to take from this conversation is that it's not just about the racism that you see put in front of you yes, right yes. now. This is years and years of oppression, of persecution, of just emotional terrorism mm. that people are walking around with that I know I have been walking around 
Oh, I am so glad that LA is opening up because I am hopping on a therapist. I need a new therapist. I moved to LA a couple years ago. I didn't get a new therapist. I'm hopping on the couch because there are things that just need to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And another great thing about what's happening now in reference to being able to have these conversations is that now we're able to have them in open because before yes. we have to deal with, I had to deal with all this on my own. I got to figure out how to navigate my family, how to go home and not get caught up, how to get into this room and, and, and share all my creative ideas and be my great self that I have built myself to be, but not be too great because you don't want to intimidate this person. And then they yeah. going to think, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So dim your light. you have to dim your light a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and let's be, I just want to clear some things up. Yes. We all, we have to do all those things. And that's, and a couple of years ago, Eric, I've been to LA for a while now. And, you know, I've always been the boy next door, the jokester, like to have fun. Oh, Drake goes down. I like to have a good time. I've always been there. I want to make sure everybody's laughing, having a good, have a good time. But one time I went back home to South Carolina. I'm originally from South Carolina. I went to college in Atlanta, originally from South Carolina. I went to South Carolina and I went back to, I was thinking I was going to school with one of my cousins. I went to one of my cousins' school to pick them up. And um, a group of his friends was outside. I was like, you still dancing? I'm like, yeah, I do it every now and then. I'm still, you know, I'm still in the biz. I still dance. And do, do you know Jay-Z? Do you know all these people? Because they get excited about those. Now I'm like, I've been in the presence of some of these people. Like, oh, my God. And like, I just want to do that. I'm like, at that moment, when he said, I just want to do that, I'm like, I wonder do you think there's a difference between me and him because it isn't. At that moment, I made it my duty to every chance I get to speak to anybody. Don't you don't have to be black. Anybody that come from an area less because everybody in the hood ain't black. There's some other ethnicities in the hood. The hood is just mm-hmm. the hood. So I always go back to those places like schools and places. I am the boy next door. I get it. I'm the homeboy. I like to have a good time. But I make sure they know there's no difference between me and you. Just make sure the this. Because the system, like you said, the education system in those areas are not the best, but get what you can and take it and go somewhere else to learn other things to, so you can broaden and open up your, 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 you know, your mind to a bigger world. It's a bigger world outside of this little area. But when you do make it out of this little area and you go away, make sure you come back and teach those people that what you've learned on this world travel, you come back and you invest that in those people so they know that they're no different from you and that if you made it out and you come back, that they can make it out and come back and do the same thing. But never leave and not come back and teach those people nothing because they have to see you are the light at the end of the road for them. Yeah, that makes any sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. That actually um, motivated me to do more. It, I have so many things to say, and I know we are well past an hour, so <laughs> I'm going to find a way to, like, bring, bring this together and give people uh, possible uh, ways to answer questions. But I wanted to say really fast, um, you know, my friend sent me a message the other day, and he said, can, can you um, make a – commencement video for the class of 2020 for our high school mm. and I was like absolutely you know and just what you said I was just like so happy that I did that because where I'm from it, it was it's just crazy it's it sometimes could be like a crazy area and so it was really nice to be able to do that so thank you because now that makes me want to do more okay so to kind of like in a way wrap this up even though this is not going to be wrapped up in a way to like bring love um uh to this one if you have a couple questions we want to want you to ask them in the comments you can start typing them down and but there's something else i want us to do and i'm not like this isn't like a cultish thing but i want you guys to all do something for me really fast to let you know that we draco erica myself are actually here with you okay so this is might find it's a little bit strange but it's not strange put your hand on your on your heart so if you know your heart is not up here your heart is right below your pectoral muscle, and you should be able to feel it beating. So you guys feel your heart beating? Even if you don't want to do that, you can feel your heart beating here. You feel that? Now imagine you taking a pin, a sterilized pin, and pricking your finger, and you press your finger open. Everybody's blood that's going to come out is red. Mm -hmm. So we all have a heartbeat, and because our heart is beating, that means we all have most of our organs – like it's operating in a way and that blood is pumping through our body so that when we prick our finger and we do this, it's going to be red. The only things that are different about us is our skin tone, our hair texture and, and color and our eyes. 
That's it. And those things, when you look on Match.com or if you look and scroll through Instagram, those things are celebrated. You're like, oh my gosh, that person's hot. Oh my God, that person looks good. The way are the shape of our bodies. Like, but it's for some reason, the shape of our bodies, the color of our skin, the texture of our hair, the color of our eyes. And I'm, I'm talking about more than black and white and, and Latin, all of races now. Like we're judged on all of that. A lot of you have been judged on your body type, where you are right now. A lot of, you know, we're talking about race today. But we all have a heartbeat and we all bleed red blood. So that just means we're in a different package. Now, yes, our culture, we were shaped in different culture. Some people were brought up in church. Some people didn't go to church. Some people are from, you know, Pakistan. Some people are from France. Some, like we have these different cultures that have been instilled in us in food and, and coffees and, you know, in song. But why can't they be celebrated? Like all of these things, like this should really be celebrated. Like I'm happy that you have a heartbeat. I'm happy that you bleed red blood like me. At the end of the day, we have to like stop judging each other for the shell that we're in and celebrate each other for what we bring to the world. And with that, I want to um, see if there are any questions. I do have one. Um, I'm going to let Erica answer this one. Um, I have one here. Um, Lori Davis asks, as these marches continue, does that give you hope? Yes. I, I am very hopeful looking at the social landscape right now. I also believe that this isn't a trend. And I believe that this is going to continue for quite a while. So prepare yourselves for that. Um, prepare yourselves to continue these conversations because this is the first time in global history that these types of conversations around equality and social justice have been this vocal and have been this big. There are protests happening all around the world. There are protests happening in all 50 states. And this is the very first time that that has happened. So I am so hopeful. And as long as we keep the conversation going until change actually happens versus allowing trends and hashtags to bubble up and then fizzle out, we're going to be good to go in in reference to being well on the way to making a difference. And ultimately, I want people to understand that equality for us is not equality for any other group. Mm. This is so that the world can be better. Mm. We can all be better. Love that. Draco, I have a question for you. The question says, uh, my daughter asked me why I haven't smiled in days. How do you keep from being sad all the time with, um, with all of this knowledge and having the weight of it all? And I ask you because you always find a way to brighten my day when you call me. So, you know, I think, um, it's, a, it's so much going on and I think that, you know, life-changing things, you know what I mean? Because everybody's world has been shaken a little bit. So we all are in this together, you know what I mean? We all are. None of us are excluded from what we see on television, what we see on Instagram, and, it, and, and a lot of it will break your heart, but there's always a light at the mm. end. And, you know, so... When I wake up in the morning, when I open my eyes, I know that when I, when I turn my phone on, on Instagram, something's going to piss Draco off. I know I turn that news on, something's going to piss you off. So I already know it. So I'm going to smile all the way to the television and going to smile all the way to grab my phone. And when that moment happens, I already know it's there. But I got to make sure that I'm able to help make a change in that mm-hmm. and to teach, to teach the ones who don't know that this is how you make a change. And it would, it, we all want to feel much better once all these things happen. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. 
burrow.com slash ACAST. Amen. Can uh, I add something to that? Of course. Real quick. Um, something that a coach told me that really has helped me out is to feel your feelings fully. One thing that we do well, I know that I have done is when I'm sad, I allow the sadness to consume me. So I can eat my favorite vegan cupcake. I can have a, a, a bomb meal, but I'm still and I'm in a moment of sadness and I'm sad. I don't register the feelings of, oh, I'm really enjoying this cupcake or, oh, I'm really enjoying this. Or I can be in a moment where I'm anxious and I have a really great conversation with a family member and I feel so loved, but I'm blocking my, the feeling of feeling loved and appreciated because I'm allowing the anxious and the sadness to take over the entire day for me. Mm -hmm. And my, one of my coaches told me like, you have to feel all of your feelings. You cannot just focus on the one and, and, and neglect the rest. So if you're struggling with finding happiness or finding joy, take a step back and look at the little things. And even if it's for five minutes that you are eating something that you just really love, eat it and love it. Mm. Allow yourself to love it and then go back to feeling whatever you were feeling and then find something else. And then next thing you know, you're stringing a bunch of things that you love together and you're finding breaks in that. In that. Right. Hope that helps. Yes, yes. that's great. Um, um, sorry, one more I walked out this morning. It's so funny that you said that, Erica. I walked out this morning. I get up in the morning. I get my dog, who I love to death. I put him on his leash, and he's so happy to see me. So I'm like, oh, he's wiggling. So I chain him. I put this little thing on. I take him for a walk, right? I take him outside. I use the bathroom this morning, and these two ladies were walking down the street. And I just smiled at them, and they said, good morning, hi. And I said, good morning. And I was happy from that. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love so it. I love yep. it. I love it. Um, thank you. So there's the next question. What's the best way to check in on uh, my black friends without bombarding them when they may not have the energy to talk about it? Um, I can answer this question because I've had probably four of those calls yeah. this week, which has been really amazing. Um, I, you know, everyone's different. But for me, when people call to check in to see how I'm doing, I will call them back when I have the energy and time. And just by you saying I want to reach out is like, it's comforting. One of the most, I had, I had every call I had this week was great. Uh, one of the calls that was the most um, profound, if you will, is I did have a friend reach out to me who is a Republican, like to the max 30. I always say the max 30 because I think it's funny, but he is a Republican to the max 30. But socially, you know, I think Scott and I have changed his view on like, maybe gay, but he's also not. So there's like a lot of things, but he was just like, I'm really conflicted. And I just thought it was a really great, I thought it was brave of him to do because, you know, it's a really tough conversation to have knowing you're going to go into it and you have some different views than the person mm-hmm. who you're asking for help. And I, you know, I was listening to him and, and there was this great example that I told him, you know, I told him about like how I grew up in my grandfather's stories and ancestoring and his ancestors. And I said to him, I was, I said, your stories are growing up your, your family or your friend's family dying for the flag in the war. Like everything that he was brought up was like, respect the flag, respect America. Like my family died for their sins, but they never talked about the other thing. So you're coming from a place of like, America's great and the flag is great and we should respect that. And I'm coming from a place, well, they didn't always, you know, at the end of the Pledge of Allegiance, it says in liberty for justice for all. And we don't feel like we have that liberty. And so he was like, when I said that, he was like, oh, I was like, so there's lack of conversation about real American history on one side. Mm -hmm. And then when we pledge allegiance to this flag, because we were kind of talking about Kaepernick, you know, it was like in liberty and justice for all. And I was like, but there is injustice for all. So, you know, that was mm-hmm. like, and it opened his eyes up to be like, oh, wow. You know, he, at least he was open-minded to, to receive that. So um, I just think that you should be able to reach out to your friends. And I talked to Shalene today and, you know, she said that she got anger from friends being mad at her that she does lyrics to like rap songs. And I'm like, I wouldn't get mad at that. I'm like, black culture is amazing. Like before, 
People used to say we speak Ebonics. Now you turn on the news and they talking about swag and chill out. So yeah, like, that's that. you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. we're trendsetters. We're yeah. trendsetters, honey. Like, get into <laughs> it. Get into it. <laughs> right. So yeah, there are people that think differently about it. Like, even on TikTok, like, there, you know, there's, like, all of these different, like, dances. And, like, one of the most popular dances is a dance that I think it was, it was definitely created in Africa, like, years ago. And, like, everybody, like, hitting this move. And I'm, like, yeah. people, like, get mad. And I'm, like, but we are trendsetters. Like, we've always been trendsetters, you know. So we can't get mad at that. But that's just my, my opinion. And she was, like, really torn between, like, should I continue? And I was like, girl, keep rapping your songs. Like, keep doing your thing. Like, you know, that would be like telling me not to listen to the music. But that's just my opinion. Um, we're going to do one more question. I'll do two more questions. One more for each of y'all because it's getting late. And I still oh, got to oh, talk got, all day. I can talk I know. Day. I still got to do um, Friday. I, I skipped my workout yesterday. I still got to do Friday fight round two. But we can talk about that later. Um, let's, I'm going to do a two-part question for you, Erica. Okay. Uh, the, it's a it's two different questions, but uh, first one is, what are your thoughts on defunding the police? And then the other is, what do you feel needs to happen for there to be fundamental change in the U.S.? Ooh, that's a heavy. Those are heavy. Um, I am one hundred percent for defunding the police and restructuring our criminal justice system as a whole. I think that the funds that are taking from our police can be funneled into specific and targeted programs and other systems that we can build that will actually serve people. So social work, so psychiatrists, like all of these things that play a part in how we are policing people, where it's basically throwing mental health people in jail, we're throwing addicted people in jail, we're, we're you know, domestic violence, like we're dealing with everything with one group of people who is just now have no checks and balances and haven't been able to really check themselves or resolve to the humanity in themselves and how they do their job. Now we need to dismantle that system and create more systems that are actually going to service the people who need them. If you're dealing with domestic violence, we need to have a, we need to have a psychiatrist and a social worker involved, not just a cop. If we're dealing with addiction, we need to have a doctor and a psychiatrist involved because it's not just this uh, addict is a criminal. It's so much bigger than what we tried to make it. And to me, the police system has not worked. It was built and and grounded in slavery. Like the original police were slave catchers. So it's time to abandon this model and find something else. So yes, I'm 100% for defunding the police. I'm open to having a conversation if you don't agree. But I am 100% for that. When it comes to actions for tangible change, that's a hard one because there's so many things that need to change. Um, We need things to change in legislature. There needs to be laws passed against, like racism, in my opinion, should be illegal. There are clear actions that demonstrate racism and it's very baffling to me why they're not illegal. We're making a little bit of strides. Like I'm very excited about the the law that they're trying to pass in New York that was based on Amy Cooper and what she did in Central Park a few weeks ago um, because false accusations are happening all over the place. I don't want to have to remind you guys about Emmett Till, but that's a very real thing for black people. Let's go. So these false accusations, they have to stop. For me, the tangible change that needs to happen is accountability for when things are not right. When you are dehumanizing people, you have to be accountable for it. When you're brutalizing people, you have to be accountable for it. When you are oppressing someone, you have to be accountable for it. Emotional terrorism is real. You need to be accountable for that. Because we have lived lives where we have to be accountable for our blackness. We have to be accountable for how we show up in the world. We have to be non-threatening. We have to be all of these things. It's time for everybody to be accountable. Mm. If we was at church, look, <laughs> girl, that's the, I ain't got nothing to say because she said that. <laughs> I'm, uh, listen, I'm, my last question is going to be for Draco. I hope I'm going to say, 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 say in a very respectful way, let the church say amen. 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 Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm very passionate about this because I'm excited for the day that I get to just be. Oh. Yeah. I'm so excited for that day. 
Me too. The day where you could just be. I was having this thought about that, saying to myself, it is going to be so amazing when we can walk out of the house and just know that people are loved. Like, and again, I'm a realist. There's no way we're going to get 100% of the people to feel this way. Right. But to get a lot of people who may have been afraid to feel this way because of the way they were raised to finally... I'm waiting for the day where I'm walking down the street and some random white man comes up to me and hugs me and say, you know, I used to be afraid of black people. But you know, I'm just hugging you because like, I can't, man, I just can't even wait for that day. Mm-hmm. Because that's when I know like true change is happening when people just, I mean, we got to wait till COVID-19 is over because I'm doing my little six feet, but <laughs> I'm wearing my mask. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Just to like, to, to know, you know, it's, 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 and like, I, I, I don't know. Some, I don't know. Like for me, that is, that's an amazing thing. Cause it, takes people out of that comfort zone of like not comfort zone but that uncomfortable zone of I wonder what they're thinking about me which is what we think a lot of times mm-hmm. and somebody just being like you know I just love I love you like I used to not love your people like I'm fine with even him saying that but like this has taught me <laughs> yep. to be a better human yeah. I, yep. I, that day is going to be amazing okay can I say one thing can I say yeah. one thing I I think that if they don't define the, the, the law the police, they don't defund them and give that money to them teachers and them healthcare people quickly because guess what? During this, if they don't agree, during this coronavirus, if you got a whole bunch of kids and they've been at your house all day, you'd be like, get them teachers some more money and get these kids to school because they've been in this house. You want them to have. Now you understand why they need more money for your badass kids. <laughs> get them their money. Your kids is bad because everything <laughs> told you that's not what happened at school. You see it because they're in your face now. Get them some money. Get them people more money. And them help yes. Them money. Fund the education system. Fund the education for system. For years, I believe that what? teachers are so... Un- I'm like, teachers should make a minimum of $120,000 a year. Minimum. And, and still I, and, get their summers. And still yes. get your summers. <laughs> And when, I mean, because like I'm taking, I'm doing double duty, you know, working full time and, you know, running a business and I'm like having a leader of a great team. And like at three thirty, you know, at three o'clock, I leave here to go back to be with Scott and like to, the, to relieve him for the day. And I'll be rolling up on that last two minutes of the drive. And I'm like, I'm definitely going five minutes below the speed limit. <laughs> I'm like, I got to get back to these damn kids. Like Silas already, now I'm about to get slapped in the face because he don't want to get rid of that iPad. <laughs> and I'm like, I literally, so our babysitters are, um, one of our babysitters are quarantining herself right now because I said, listen, me and Scott can't do this shit no more. And one of them, one of them started working for Team Sean T. Like, she's helping out, you know, because we didn't want to, like, have anyone lose their job in our company, you know? Right. But when Mackenzie come back, I swear, I'm like, girl, I'm going to hug her. I'm going to love on her. I might do her hair for her. I'll wash it. I'll condition it. <laughs> but I, I know I'm being funny right now. I wanted to bring a little light to it. Yeah. But I'm so for, I'm so for teachers making more money. Like, I'm so for that. Like, I think our children, first of all, they'll be held more accountable, right? Mm-hmm. More, you yeah. know. And they'll be appreciated more, I believe, because when you get a job, money is about is it is appreciation for that, and as a human, and I just believe that again, all kids in mm-hmm. all neighborhoods will yes. get a great education because people yeah. know, like when you make more money, you don't want to lose that more money, right? So, mm-hmm. and and just. It, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I'm so for that. I'm so for that. But I'm yeah, and custom, and custom. First of all, I think that every it should be a uh, it should be a thing that all these cops you just can't give them a job because ha- make them do is I want to see them do insanity or any of them. I want to see them do the workout. <laughs> Listen, you, you have to, at least you have to get through that. You have to get through that whole thing and be able to do it back to back. I before you <laughs> get your feet out on these streets, because some of these I'm like, uh, 
Yo, you're gonna, if you run, you're not going to catch him. I've been saying it for years. I'm like, and y'all know, for me, I'm not about, I'm in no way about body shaming or fit. Like, Ain't about that. But when, for me, when you're a police officer, I'm like, sometimes I walk through New York and I'm like, if, if somebody snatches that woman's purse, I'm going to be the one that run him down because you ain't. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not even saying that to be rude. I'm just like, I've always it's said, real. You know, they should be, they should have to do the insanity fit test mm-hmm. every month and have to get, or you get put on death duty. I know it's crazy, but I'm like, yeah. cause I'm like, anyway, Draco, this is my last question. Cause we've okay. been it for a minute, but that was, that was really <laughs> comedic and I appreciate it. All right. So my last question is, and, and I asked you this question because it's about children. And I, even though you don't have any children yet, I know you love kids. Like, uh, the best kids. thing ever. Okay, so it says, I was raising my children um, to not see color. And then I repost on a friend's page that he felt they should see color so we could discuss why things are so different. What are your thoughts? And I'm a go ahead. First of all, I think that there's no way you cannot see color. It's impossible because we all are different shades of a color. So I think that that's the end of that. You, you, but I do think we teach them that you have to let them know that their color is not greater or lesser than the person whose color is standing beside them. You know what I mean? That doesn't make you because your skin is lighter or you're a different race. It doesn't mean that you're greater or less than the next one. But they are a different shade. They're a different color than you. But like you said, we all bleed the same and our heartbeat beats the same so your color is not going to make you lesser or greater than the next person's color but what i was saying to erica last night when i was talking to her i was like you know i wish a lot of these people who were afraid of black people or you know were racist and i know it's hard to get them i'm like can they just come to the cookout in the hood like y'all would have the best time like y'all would be like oh he good let me tell you something (laughs) i I, I say that all the time i'm like first of all i don't under i guess because i am black i don't understand it's that's one thing i can never understand is why are you scared i don't under I, i i i i don't get it Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Now, if you swing it off on somebody, you trying to hit somebody in the fight, then there I see what happened out there. But I don't understand why you somebody walk into a building and you're terrified. I don't understand that. I never have. Unless- but I do, think, I do think that if you are scared, you know how you walk to a party and you open the gate and you see something, you like, you I thought, should I go in here at a black cookout? I feel like no matter what, if you open the gate, they're gonna look at you, but they're gonna go about their business. <laughs> Or they're going to be like, you want something to eat? Or, and then, uh-huh. but, but then what happens later, as you keep going in, if you just keep going in, somebody's going to walk by you and be like, you hungry? You, are you hungry? Are you hungry? Literally. Got, Literally. That's, that's, that's just the culture. We're like, you like, you hungry? You want a drink? What you want to be? What do you want? Like, that's what's going to happen. No one's going to attack you. It's not, it's not that. You know what I mean? They're like, our first thing is like, we want you to have a good time, no matter what yep. color. Well, you you hear first of all you hear you either got to know somebody or you just heard some good music and you wanted to come in. Just, I know. Yeah. I, I feel like my first Shanti event back out of quarantine should be the cookout. It should be. The <laughs> it should just be the cookout. And just I'm like, here for it. You know, because that's 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 what it, to me that's what it is all about. At the end of the day, it's like. Uh, someone in the, on the side was saying, or in the comments was saying, what can you do to be impactful right now? What you're doing, having these conversations, but opening yourself up to go into a situation where you're uncomfortable with a black person. Get to know us. Yeah. I promise you it ain't that bad. Like, we, we a good time. We're a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we're a good time. 
we like to cut up. We like to eat. We want to dance. Like, take a chance. And, you know, if you are in the proximity of a person of color um, and you might be associates, befriend them. Get to know them. Um, I think that's also something, because Sean mentioned, like, what can you do because you don't want to overburden your black friends. I think the most powerful thing that a non-black person can do right now for me is to really get to know me, understand what my love language is, Mm. and and then show up for me in my life that way. It doesn't have to be, I'm sorry that this happened to you, but hey, let me, I heard, remember, you mentioned to me that you had this and this going on. Do you need some help with that? That would be super powerful, because for me, it's about normalizing our lives and supporting one another, regardless of just I'm white and I mean, I'm black and you're white or, or whatever the case may be. Show up for your black friends just in life in general, mm-hmm. regardless of this conversation right now about race. And, and going off of what she said, and Draco, I'll let you talk, but I wanted to say that a lot of people on here agree with us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just urge you, when this becomes available publicly, to just, you know, if you enjoyed it, obviously, I guess if you're still on it for two hours, <laughs> you enjoyed it. <laughs> but like, really push it out there. Just be like, hey, guys, like, go listen to this or be not you don't have to be an overbearing voice of change. You can just be a voice that is kind of like a bridge between what some people may be afraid of and what they don't need to be afraid of. And so and I think that's why another reasons why reason one of the reasons why I enjoy seeing posts from all different races about this is because you are a bridge. You are a connector to, to Black Lives Matter. Okay, go ahead, Drake. Oh, I was just going to say it's, it's, and it's so simple because no matter if you know somebody or not, if, you, if anybody, for the most part, from what I've known, and me being on this earth, when I'm outside and I don't know anybody and somebody walk by me and they go, hey, and keep going. I'm be, be like, oh, what's up? And keep, like that already is like a connection right there. It's not if you say hi to somebody, they're gonna, especially to a black people. Hi, they go, oh, what's up? Oh, hey, girl, what you doing? And keep it going. It's not like I think some people, some people are so scared to say anything, and it's a simple hi. Mm-hmm. Well, how you doing? Or nod of the head. Whatever's cool. I, people nod their head at me. I go, what's up, back. I say, I, you know, Draco, you probably see this, and Scott make laughs all the time, but I can be anywhere in the world. I can be in London, you know, UK or whatever. I can be in Paris. I could be in the south of France. I can be in Germany. When I see a black guy, we, got, we have that. Immediate. <laughs> it is like this. Immediate. It's like this language. It's like this unspoken thing. But just going off of what you said about speaking, you, I try to make reference to if, if a white person was in the hood and you fell uh, and you tripped on the curb and you broke your ankle, the entire neighborhood is coming out. They're going to carry you in the house. They're going to bring you water. They're going to make sure, like, they're going to offer you something to eat while you're in pain. Like, we are, like, such a good people that I just, you know, I think all of this is I want you guys to know that by being on this call, we appreciate it. And, you know, we are, we are like Erica says, and I just love this word, you know, we are, we, we are allies. We are in yeah. this together and we appreciate you wanting to take what I didn't think was going to be almost two hours out of your day to join us. And um, I'll let you guys, I'm, this is the last thing I'm going to say. And then Draco, I'll let you speak. And Erica, I'm going to let you have the last word on this call all the way to the goodbye. But um, literally from the bottom of my heart, I thank you guys for, joining, being open to the conversation, accepting my friends, because they mean a lot to me. Um, And there are people that just really have my back and just having conversations with them offline. I just really thought it would be important for you to hear from them and to hear how we communicate with each other, because it's it's been just a really great joy having them um, just in my corner and helping me through this time. Go ahead, Drake. Well, I want to say thank you for hosting this, first yeah. of all, and allowing me and Erica to come on and say our truth, you know, openly, and having your followers and people that follow you to, I want to thank you guys for even taking time, like Sean said, to listen to us and allowing us to just to be open and pure and to be, without having to hold anything, just to let you know our experience. And I hope that everyone's able to come out of this to learn something from our experience because as you guys are learning, with me, Sean, and Eric are still learning things about each other's stories. You know what I mean? It, all these stories are similar but different at the same time. And 
Yeah, we have good time. Say hi. Come to the cookout. Have a drink. Yes. Oh, before Erica goes, because I said Erica's going to finish out, no matter what, and I'm not trying to get into anything other than you have to vote, people. Yes. You have to vote. You have to vote. You have to vote. You have to vote. Erica, take us away. No, I I just want to piggyback on all of what was said. Sean, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you immensely for using your voice and your platform and your amazing heart to have this conversation. It is needed. It is valuable. And I thank you for including myself and Draco in it. I thank your fit fam, you amazing people who have sat here and listened to us talk on this call because you are seeking further clarity. You want to support. You want to be an ally. Your presence is felt. It is appreciated, and I pray that you continue to show up because this is the work. This part is the work that's going to take us to a better place and a better country, better humanity. Um, I am praying for us all. I am hopeful for us all. Um, When you guys leave here, please talk to your friends Mm -hmm. because it's the people who are not openly and actively walking into situations like this or walking into conversations like this so that they can sit and listen that need to hear the message the most. Mm -hmm. So I would charge you guys with talking to four friends over the course of the next month. And I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's not necessarily something that we all want to do, but now that you're aware of certain things, now that you've seen this perspective, you can see things happen in, in life. And what we need for you guys to do to be as impactful, I've seen that a lot in the comment section, you guys want to take impactful action, it will be to address the systematic racism that is happening in life. To not let this be a moment, to not let this be a fad, to not let this be a trend, but let this be a way of life. You stand with your brothers and sisters, regardless of color, mm-hmm. and that this will not stand anymore. We will not allow anyone to treat anyone differently, regardless of whatever. We all get the same thing. Like, let that be the benchmark for your life and then move as such. So, Erica, you have to do one thing because you're closing us out. You have to say, and always trust and believe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And you beautiful, amazing, open, loving souls, always trust and believe in who you are. Mm. 